Welcome back. We've got another visitor, and today on the, the podcast, you've heard him before, and it's John Bradley from East Scotland Jets. Hi, how you doing, John? I'm doing very well, thank you, Gus. How yourself? Good, good. Oh, excellent. A little bit wet from today, but uh, I think everyone in the UK probably is as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you enjoy the game last night? Minnesota, 22-27. We lost out. By yeah, fingernails. It a, <laughs> yeah, it, it's all if, but, buts, and maybe you need when you're in the red zone, you you can't set all the time for field goals. You need to be scoring touchdowns. That's and that's what yeah. cost us in the end. So it is, it is. Thank God for Legatron keeping us in it. Yeah, Greg <laughs> the leg. Anyway, you've just been to New York again, and you've just told me off air. That this is your sixth time, which is yeah. pretty impressive. So you're kind of like a, a a pseudo New Yorker, a bit like myself. Been over there a few times. Like to call it second home. You yeah. know it well. So uh, yeah, first time seeing the Jets in New York. Well, tell us, tell us how you came to, to come down and get on the plane and hop over there. How does this all come about? Yeah, uh, it came all about. Uh, I came all the, drove all the way from Scotland uh, down to uh, Stockton, where uh, aunt of uh, Gangreen UK stays. Uh, we and then on the, the Thursday uh, we left from there to to go to Heathrow, uh, which we flew out on the Friday morning. Uh, uh, it was a it was good. Uh, my first impressions of this the city is always the same it just makes me smile uh, ju- it's just like it is isn't it it is yes. one of those cities I've, I've known people that have gone to New York and they've absolutely hated it and you just think how have you not seen and felt what I felt but it is, it is Marmite New York definitely yeah it's just like that it's like you're never away from the place. As, as soon as you return, you feel like it's it's home. Uh, yeah, uh, we we also done a lot of stuff when we're in New York. We went, uh, we paid our respects uh, at the 9/11 museum uh, to to the people who uh, sadly passed away from that uh, terrible tragedy. It's uh, sad place, uh, but uh, ve- very moving at the same time. Really, really good. Uh, you mean? Uh, we also 
visited uh, Brooklyn, uh, went down to Dumbo, uh, and that same uh, we, and then we walked over at sunset over the Brooklyn Bridge, which is the first time I've ever walked over the Brooklyn Bridge at sunset, and you have you either have to do one or the two, you have to either do sunrise or sunset. Uh, sunset was amazing. Uh, I can't, uh, and that night we actually went out to uh, a, a, a New York speakeasy, uh, which if you don't know what a speakeasy is, it's, uh, it's like a prohibition era style bar that we went to uh, called Please Don't Tell. Uh, it was really good as well. And then, then on the the Sunday we had the the game day, which it was my first visit to MetLife. Uh, what was your overall impression of MetLife? A lot of people say it's a boring stadium, but then I think a lot of people that say that haven't been to a lot of UK stadiums. To be perfectly honest, if they want to yeah. know what boring and horrible is, come to yeah, some of like, the UK uh, stadiums. Uh, it might not be our our own stadium as such, and hopefully we will get our own the place that we can actually call our own. But I liked it. Uh, the The transport links are really good to it. Uh, it's like thirty minutes away from Midtown Manhattan. You you can't get any better than that uh, if you're going to be out outside the city anyway for a stadium. So. I think going in is one thing, coming out is another thing. And I've only been to MetLife once, and out it was horrific. It was well not not the best journey out, but well, we stayed after the game because they had uh, Gotham City Crew, uh, one of the the Jet fan clubs over there. Uh, great guys, give them they are a, yeah, give them a follow if you're not already following them. Uh, they had uh, a post-game uh, meet and greet with uh, Wayne Corbett. Uh, he's a really, really nice guy. Uh, he had plenty of time. Uh, I think quite a lot of us got uh, some items signed. We got photos with him. Uh, and uh, Nick from Green Smoke London also got to try on his his ring of honor uh, ring uh, which was totally massive on him but it, did he give still, it back yeah he did <laughs> give him my back but it was pretty it was a pretty special occasion as well because it, it was also the day that uh darrell revis the island got inducted into the, the jets ring of honor as well so it was a pretty special yeah. day there was a lot of like uh Jets legends there. Uh, that is pretty amazing. I, I mean, if Darrell Rivas isn't in your top 10 of all-time favourite Jets, well, I'd like to see your top 10. Funnily enough, um, today I just received a signed picture of Darrell Rivas. I just need to give um, New York Jets situational report a shout-out because uh, I entered one of their competitions correctly guessing the score of the Bills game and... Uh, Wow, I've got and this thing's just turned up today, and it's awesome. It's framed and everything. So, anyway, I digress. <laughs> We're yeah. on the subject of Darrell Revis. 
anyway, so you met Darrell Rebus and you had an amazing game, which I think, unless you've been living under a rock, everyone on Twitter will have seen you guys in those capes dancing in the end zone in the rain. How fantastic was that? It was on That That was just one part of the the game day experience because we actually got to uh, go into the stadium a little bit early about it was just after 10 o'clock to watch warm-ups uh, so uh, we were standing I was I was standing right next to uh, Braden Mann also got a shout out off of uh, Tyler Coughlin as well really really cool guy as well uh, he and uh, I think uh, Quinn and Williams came over as well uh, and was signing some autographs for uh, some kids as well. So it was really good. It's a really uh, great team that we've got, isn't it? Um, yeah. I can remember in years gone by, um, there wasn't this interaction with the fans that there is now. They were very much back in the olden days, like, like and I'm going back to sort of like the 80s and early 90s there wasn't that interaction obviously there wasn't social media back then either but just especially I mean going in recent years the, the Gase era I mean I was over two seasons to watch unfortunately watch Gase coached games and there wasn't that that atmosphere with the players and obviously the coaching staff that there is now and the vibe throughout the team it's just it's something yeah. so new There's... that a lot of us have never experienced before. So we're all actually living this as live. And uh, that must have been a great feeling to actually be there on, on the field pre-game and meeting players and obviously meeting other fans as well. Did you yeah. meet any um, decent fans? Yeah. Uh, while I was queuing to, to get in, I spoke to... Uh, an American couple uh, I didn't manage to pick up their names or, or that but I had the, the gangrene UK pin badge on my hat and I actually took it off and actually gave it to them and that's nice it, it's the it's the it's the only pin badge that I ever got from gangrene UK and I, I wanted to give them it to remind yeah that there's, there's fans over this side of the pond I'm uh, sure everyone knows in New York City there's fans this side of the pond. I see Jetman giving you props in the stands as well when you yeah. guys were dancing. So, did you meet anyone from uh, Jets Twitter? People that we know that you want to give a shout out to? Because I'm pretty sure that you did. <laughs> uh, I can't remember who I exactly met. Uh, we, we also met uh, CJ Uzama at a pizza shop. I remember uh, seeing on the yeah, on the Friday night. Uh, that was before game day. He was really cool as well. He got uh, the. He, he was just having pizza with it, and he got a, a picture with uh, our gangrene UK flag. So it was really nice. Did you taste any um, food in the um, in the parking lots tailgating? Oh yeah, we tell we me got about that because I'm all about food. Yeah, we got some excellent food from uh, Jet Green Santa. Honestly, the best hot dog I have ever tasted <laughs> in my life. And I saw I saw Nick and his eyes rolled in his head when he bit into it. He looked like he was, was really so enjoying good. it. They, uh, unfo- uh, unfortunately, we weren't actually ta- tailgating with Gotham City crew this time. Uh, we were tailgating with Tailgate Joe, uh, but they. 
these guys welcomed them as in as one of their own uh, and they they spoke to us if they really want to do more as well and I also do more how, how so do more yeah they want to connect with the the UK fan base more yeah. uh, it is growing it is definitely growing this fan base uh, yeah. just from Twitter alone every now and again I'll get a follow from somebody new and I'll think who's this and uh, it turns out they're from the UK and uh, a lot of the posters on Twitter they're ed- educated in football ways and uh, it's really good it's, it is taking off the fan base I think is probably one of the fastest growing fan bases out of all the uh, NFL teams yeah, I think the the whole market deal that we signed last year has been a really has had a real positive effect uh, on this side of the pond. So, yeah. So also, uh, also met Fireman Ed as well. That's awesome. Did you get your photograph taken? Yeah. Plus, he also let me wear the the Fireman Ed helmet as well. Which I had to get a photo of as well, but he's a really don't be uh, if you ever see him at a Jets game, just go up to him and and just he's a really friendly guy. He uh, is. He's a really cool, cool guy. Uh, yeah. Over the over the years, he's caught a lot of flack um, yeah. from Jets fans, and that I won't go into the details of that. And it was all a bit, little bit sad. But the one yeah. thing that's uh, been constant is his fandom, and he's he's just a fan like the rest of us. But it was us that made him and put him where he is, and it's and he's just rolled with it. And he, he like yep. you say, he's just a really cool guy. He is a friendly yeah. guy, and he's very knowledgeable. And like, yeah. as you say, if you see him, go up and say hi. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. Yep. And he, uh, he, on behalf of Fireman Ed, he he says he absolutely loves the fans in the UK. And he can't wait for the Jets to actually come back over he- here again. And he-, he said he'll definitely be here. So that would be so cool. Yeah, a lot of the American guys want to actually get get back over here for a game. Uh, we'll get him in the barrow, boy. Get buy him a pint. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a few pints. I'm sure he'll like that. I don't, I don't want to find out how, exactly how many pints Farmer Ned can drink. There's only so much my bank balance will go to. Yeah. <laughs> so then, you've had a tremendous time over in the States. You've seen a ton of jets. You've seen a ton of fans. You've tailgated. And then you've had to come home back to dreary old UK. Uh, so I suppose the next thing is, are you going to any uh, live watch parties? The, there's one particular... It's not confirmed yet, but there's a. It's in the works of a, a Scottish meet. Uh, it's looking likely for uh, the week 18 game, and uh, against the Dolphins. Right. Uh, uh, there's no venue or uh, city confirmed yet, so uh, just keep an eye out on on the East Coast, uh, uh, the East of Scotland Jets Twitter. Gangreen UK Twitter. Uh, we're we're collaborating with Gangreen UK on this, so yeah, that's important to know. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, so if you're in the region of Scotland or 
you fancy a trip up to Scotland because it's a hop, skip and a jump on the train or it's about five, six hours in a car if you're living in the south, obviously closer in the Midlands. Um, I'm in the northeast, so it's not that much of a big deal for me. So I'll more than likely be going up. My only uh, problem is getting time off work because it's just so busy at the moment. But um, we will see. Anyway, do you want to give um, everybody your details where they can find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me on uh, uh, on on Facebook and which we just launched yesterday uh, at East of East of Scotland's uh, Jet Supporters Club. You can follow uh, the group on there, uh, and you can also join on the the Twitter page, which which has been going a, a bit longer. Uh, how and has has a bit more content on it just now. Uh, I'll try and update the the Facebook page. Uh, as is much it as just is it just yourself that does this, or does somebody else do this with you? Yeah, uh, there's a an, an, it's mostly myself who does do it, but uh, the the other uh, admin for the the East of Scotland Jets is uh, David O'Rourke, uh, who who he was recently in New York as well for the the weapon of the dolphins so <laughs> for his 50th I believe yeah yeah just 50 what a present I can't stand the dolphins I'm old school I hate the dolphins out of all the AFC teams I just cannot stand the dolphins fans the bills I, I don't mind the bills they're, they're a bit like um, a brother they're another New York team well they'll say they're the only New York team but let's not go down that rabbit hole yeah. Anyway, John, I'd like to say thank you very much for coming on the pod and I'd love to have you on again in the future. And no doubt we'll be banging heads when we see each other at one of these watch parties. So Definitely. Thanks so much for coming on, John. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Welcome to Gus Toon's Jets podcast. I'm your host, Gus. So I've been having a trip down memory lane and I've been looking at the situation that happened in Philadelphia a while back. Nick Foles, a backup quarterback, came in for an injured Carson Wentz who then didn't finish the season and came back the following year only after Nick Foles had won a Super Bowl for them. For different reasons, it feels not too dissimilar to what's happening in New York at the moment with Zach and Mike. I've said it before in the last podcast I've seen many backup quarterbacks that have come in and won Super Bowls. And the way that Mike White is playing, there might just be a chance that he could surprise a few teams. Maybe we find ourselves even in the final. Honestly, anything can happen. We all know that phrase any given Sunday. Right now, we're the seventh seed and would face Kansas City at our ahead. Now, wouldn't that be a game? It's going to be an interesting situation going to Buffalo. And seeing how Mike White does there, particularly as Zach had such a good game against them, albeit in our house, hopefully we'll get the W. Whatever happens after that game, there's going to be comparisons between Zach and Mike. Zach did this, Mike did this, whatever. Let's just hope that we get the W. What I like, though, right now is it's awesome how the team spirit has been lifted in the latter half of the season culminating with Mike White being promoted to the quarterback one. Mike effing White. Which is exactly what you want when you're starting to make a push for the playoffs. A United locker room where everyone wants to go to war for the guy next to you in the locker room. 
Take a bullet, if you will. Am I getting too ahead of myself with all this playoff talk and going deep? Mm, possibly. But then look at what we have in our team. Arguably the number one ranked defence with multiple Pro Bowl players. Great special teams and now a confident offence that is only getting better as the season goes on. I'm going to go down memory lane again. Look at the 85 Bears. Great defence, probably one of the greatest of all times. And I'm certainly not putting us in that bracket yet. But nonetheless, still a great defence. And the Jets have great special teams. A reliable, competent offence. Does that remind you of anybody? That's all I'm going to say on that one. Jim McMahon wasn't a world-beating quarterback, but he was reliable and he got the job done. So now it's three days since the Vikings lost, and I think most of us have calmed down a bit now. It was a gut-wrenching loss. And that Barry Ostrop I keep seeing in my head over and over and over again, as I'm sure everybody else does. But we lost a game against the Vikings down to pure bad luck. That's all it was, bad luck. The normally reliable Braxton Berrios would have snagged that ball 99 times out of 100. He is our Mr. Reliable and actually did well to even get his hands on the ball as he adjusted on the fly, as did Mike White, which is impressive as this is Mike White's second game of the season. So this is live football and they're already on the same page. That's impressive. That's really impressive. And if he's done that with Braxton Berrios, who else is to say... What other wide receivers or other weapons that we've got, they're not, they're on the same page and they're gelling. It's great to see. Anyway, I keep telling myself that we're in the game right to the end and not a lot of people gave us any chances all to come back from 20 to 3. But I'm sat here thinking, no, 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 we've seen this before. We're the fourth quarter cardiac kids. We can do this. We didn't this time, but... We were down 20-3 and to lose 22-27 against that 9-2 team, that's, that's not a bad thing. Up until that point, I thought the Vikings were just a lucky team, but well, you need that to win a Super Bowl sometimes. We had amazing performances from so many different players and Bam Knight was a revelation. 15 carries for 90 yards, which averaged 6.0 yards per carry. His longest was that scamper down the sideline for 48 yards. And once again, that perennial Pepsi Rookie of the Week award winner, Garrett Wilson, struck again. Eight receptions for 162 yards, which averaged 20.3 a catch. <whistles> he was targeted only 15 times. His longest was 60 yards. And he would have had a game-winning touchdown if his fingernails, his fingers had just been a little bit longer. Mike White just overthrew him and missed his hands, but it was that close. And on Mike White, I really don't want to see Mike White throwing the ball 57 times again and hope that we can establish our run game against the Buffalo Bills like we did the first time and keep doing what he's doing. Take what the defence is giving you. And today we also learned that Von Miller will be out with an ACL tear for the rest of the season. Bad news for him but lucky news for us. I don't feel confident about the Buffalo game as I did about the Vikings game, but look where that has got us. The matchup at Orchard Park, because I'm an old boy, I'm going to call it what they used to be called. It looks like this. Our away record is 4-2. and two. Buffalo Bills' home record is 4-1. and one. 
So we're good away from home, and they're good at home. Figures. Offensive rank, we are 18. Their defensive rank is 10. So they've got the slight edge there. Their offensive rank is 2. Our defensive rank is 4. But I think that's deceiving. We played well against Buffalo, and I think our defence will play great against Buffalo again. I think it's fair to say this game could go either way on a flip of a coin. But the one thing I'm sure is that there's going to be in the mind of one Buffalo Bills quarterback will be our pass rush. And of course, we'll all be hoping that they get to him again, like they did. Let's see JJ's hammer again. It's certainly going to be an interesting game and a lot on the line for both teams. I can't wait for Sunday again. But isn't it nice to be wanting to see your team play a meaningful game in December? God, it feels good to be a Jets fan. Go Jets! I just want to give a special shout out. This goes out to New York Jets Situation Report. You can find them on YouTube or on Twitter. The reason why I'm shouting this out, I entered a competition on Twitter from New York Jets Situation Report. And I got the score right for the Buffalo Bills game. God only knows how, because I couldn't pick a nose. Anyway, I won this competition and it is a signed picture of Darrell Rebus making an interception against the Dolphins. I can't quite see who the Dolphins player is, but I don't care because it's an interception and he signed it. And Darrell, he doesn't really um, sign much these days, so I'm told. So I'm absolutely stoked to have this picture and I can't thank... Um, the New York Jet, New York Jet Situation Report. Enough for this. So if you're not following them, go follow them. They're a great um, follow on Twitter and on YouTube. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, and as always, go Jets. <laughs>